This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode. Oh, what a stressful morning. I'm so sorry that this show is an hour late. It's not my fault. I don't know why I'm apologising. StreamYard has been down um, for quite a while. So apologies that this is not the usual 8am experience uh, and that we're doing this a little bit later at 9. Um, but still, I hope you're doing good and we're a lot better than I have through stress this morning, to be fair. But uh, we're back up and running tomorrow. Fingers crossed if StreamYard's working. It will be the normal 8 a.m. time, I can assure you. So apologies for those of you that have either started work or at school or whatever, and you can't tune in live. But thank you to those of the those of you that have still tuned in. Uh, very much uh, appreciate all of you doing so. And uh, we've got quite a lot of stuff to go through. Um, and of course, this has limited my time in the morning as well quite significantly. So it might be a slightly shorter show than you're usually uh, expecting. But good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box. We've probably got some new faces getting in there early today. Uh, Rocky, MFB, Akshat, good morning. Anthony, Noasa, uh, uh, Mo, Kevin, uh, Christopher, Garth, Mike, MFB. Uh, good morning, everybody. Hope you are doing good. Uh, hope you are doing well. Let's crack on with today's stories, though. We start by telling you um, to go and check out our tactical breakdown we did yesterday on Rafinha, um, Brazilian international, Leeds United winger. We broke him down and gave you a lot of information about him with some expert insight from Joe Donahue from the Yorkshire Evening Post and also from Connor from uh, One Leeds Fan Channel. So make sure you check that out. We compared him to uh, Serge Gnabry, Saka, Kulisevsky, and he comes out really impressively. So worth a watch indeed. Our first story of the day, though, is confirming that uh, Omar Rekic has indeed joined Sparta Rotterdam on loan for next season. Uh, they were willing to include a clause in the contract that is set to see uh, the player basically play more games than he would have done if he'd have gone elsewhere. They were willing to kind of compromise on that. And I think Arsenal wanted to have a club that were always going to be willing to give him more game time, which is, you know, really positive uh, for the player. Uh, Harry Clark has also joined Stoke City on loan in a very interesting deal indeed. He was obviously away with Hibs and prior to that, Ross County. But he will now play in the championship next season to try and further his own 
career as Arsenal look to maximise the potential value on a future sale for the young defender. Um, now, moving into potential big exits, Manchester City are holding an interest still in Kieran Tierney. In fact, he's on a list of players uh, in alternatives to Mark Kukurea. I still think Mark Kukurea will, of course, end up at Manchester City. But Kieran Tierney, according to the Scotsman, is said to be on their list of players should a move for the Spaniard fall apart. Arsenal, of course, had an asking price of around £50 million, supposedly, when Real Madrid were interested. Maybe that would be a similar case if Manchester City came in. That said, it is a very similar price to Cucurea, so they would be able to pay it. And with the money that they're making off the Jesus, Sterling and possibly Zinchenko deals, it would be an easy fee, I think, for them to achieve. But I don't think Kieran Tierney will go anywhere this window, to be honest. Now, Fabio Vieira is expected to be announced very, very soon uh, as an Arsenal player, if he hasn't already been done so already whenever we get around to doing this show. But uh, today, I think there's a good chance that we may see that announcement. That's the understanding uh, that yesterday it was kind of a case of 48 hours and then it should be announced. He's now away back on holiday after completing all of his media and medical and all of that stuff. So Fabio Vieira should be announced as an Arsenal player very, very soon indeed. I've got a piece about how that deal was kept secret coming out on Football.London a little bit later on as well. Unfortunately, for those that are very desperate to see Yuri Tielemans join Arsenal this summer, uh, it doesn't look as though uh, that is going to be the case, at least not early on during the window. Uh, Tielemans and the interest of Arsenal has called at this stage. Arsenal are said to be focusing on other targets whilst um, Yuri Tielemans' situation festers. I don't know if this is kind of a bit more of a tactic from Arsenal to kind of force maybe Tielemans to kick up a bit of a fuss. I don't think that would happen, um, but we'll have to wait and see. Arsenal got a lot more business that they can and are looking to get done. And of all the players that we're linked with, I don't mind the Tielemans deal necessarily being put on the back burner for now. But Charles Watts of Goal confirming that information from last week, that the information was that the interest in Arsenal in getting that deal done has just slowed down ever so slightly. So we'll keep you updated, but it's not a deal we expect to be done anytime soon now. Uh, however, that could be different for Lissandra Martinez. Despite interest from Manchester United in the Ajax and Argentinian defender, Arsenal are still said to be leading the race for him and are the most keen on getting him done. He's said not to necessarily be a priority for Man United and therefore that leaves the door open slightly wider for the Gunners to get this deal done. He is certainly a priority for Mikel Arteta, who is a huge admirer and fan of the player. Ajax are willing to accept a figure over that of the £30 million that uh, initially looked to be enough. We had a £25 million bid rejected. It now looks like that £30 million plus figure is what it will take to get Lissandro Martinez into the club. And I, for one, hope it is a deal that we definitely get done this summer because he is certainly an exciting talent that shouldn't be overlooked. And his impact on the squad at left-back, at left-centre-back, at possibly even defensive midfield might might be something to be considerate of. Um, and lastly, uh, actually, penultimately, we've got one more story after this. You would have been thinking, lastly, what about Rafinha? But don't worry, we'll talk about him in a second. But Gabriel Jesus should, should be an Arsenal player this week. Uh, that is the latest information that this week, Arsenal should close the deal for the Brazilian striker. There was some late interest from Spurs. Hopefully that's not been too much a problem. And it seems in our daily Jesus updates that we may not have to do a daily Jesus update for much longer as a deal for the Manchester City forward. Hopefully we'll conclude uh, later this week. And lastly, our headline story of the day, we return where we started with Rafinha. 
Arsenal are said to be in the process of putting in an official offer. Uh, none has been made yet, but should be made very soon. Upwards of 50 million euros to try and confirm a deal for Rafinha whilst Barcelona struggle to compete for the deal for the 25-year-old Leeds United player. Uh, they weren't willing to go over 30 million euros, which is what it would have taken for us to get him in if he would have been relegated with Leeds. But because he stayed up, that wasn't the case. And now Arsenal will have to pay significantly more. But because Leeds stayed up, it might be the reason that they end up uh, gazumping uh, Barcelona to get Rafinha into the team. There was a report from Spanish Goal that supposedly he could close a deal this week and that it was very close to happening. I'm not sure how legit that is. I don't I don't want to sit here and say he will be a player by the end of the week. I don't get a feeling that would be the case. I think this might go on a little longer, at least if Arsenal were good to get it done, because you know an offer uh, has not yet been made, but it is expected to be made very, very soon. So Rafinha a very legit target of Arsenal and a real possibility this summer to be coming into the club. I, for one, hope this deal happens. And as I said at the start of the show, if you want to watch our tactical breakdown on Rafinha, that is up and available on the channel for you guys to go and watch. And that completes all of today's stories. Um, I will be tackling a few of your questions before we wrap up the show. So if you've got any questions you'd like to throw into the chat box, now is the time to do so uh, and we'll go through as many of those as possible there's already over a thousand of you watching thank you so much there's still so many of you are still watching even though we had a delay in today's show because of Streamyard technical difficulties thank you so much for the continued support on the channel uh, yesterday's show has nearly hit 20,000 it will be the first morning show to do that um, I think in quite some time so thank you so much for the continued support on the 8am's slash 9am show today. Um, but let's go into the chat box and let's answer as many of your questions as we can. Alrighty then. Uh, let's jump into the chat and see what you guys are saying. Uh, Gary says, Tom, do you think Arsenal will spend the reported 60 million on Rafinha? And would you be happy with spending half our reported budget on him? Um, I don't think it is half our budget. I don't think that we have a £120 million budget this summer. I think if you look at the players we're being linked to, we've already spent £34 million on Fabio Vieira, £3 million on, on Marquinhos. And that turn is costing us about £5 million. You're then looking at Jesus at around £40 to £50 million. Rafinha at another £50 to £60 million. And Lissandra Martinez is a player that's wanted at around £30 million. So... I don't think that 120 figure is anywhere close to what Arsenal are capable of spending this summer. But I do think, you know, that we are capable of bringing in plenty of uh, financial capital off the back of some sales. We've got the likes of Leno and Hector Bellerin and Pablo Marie and Maitland-Niles, Nicolas uh, Pepe, Reese Nelson. And there are more, Lucas Torreira, uh, that still need to be moved on this summer. So I think there is still scope for Arsenal to make plenty of money in the market, not just have to worry about uh, how much they're spending. Um, Uriel says, hi, Tom, any news regarding the renewal of contracts, Saka, big and small with Gabby? Uh, there was consideration of offering Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Magalash a brand new contract. That could happen. Uh, there's been plenty of interest in the likes of PSG and Juventus, and that might be enough to force Arsenal's hand into offering him a new deal. It would be in part of that two year cycle that they have been kind of following. Saka is definitely a priority. Uh, the discussions continue to go on, uh, and they're hopeful of getting a renewal of Saka's contract sorted 
as soon as feasibly possible. Um, but I don't think that'll be an early situation that's solved. Uh, but hopefully it will be something that is indeed solved. Uh, let's go to Peter, who says, why aren't we hearing many stories about fullbacks? Surely we learned from last season that they are vital to our success. I think because, you know, Lissandra Martinez can play at left back. Um, that versatility in his game gives Arsenal something as an option to kind of balance the back four if Tomiyasu or Tierney aren't available uh, and, of course, can compete with Gabriel as well. So, Peter, we are. It's just I don't think, for instance, like the Hickey uh, link that Robert was talking about there, I don't think that's high up in the priority list. It was only the information that came from Italy that said that Arsenal were very close to sorting that deal. The English side of things never, ever really corresponded with that. So I'm not surprised that we're not necessarily seeing that deal um, push forwards, maybe like we wanted to see it do. Uh, Avi says, do you think Mikel sees Vieira as our long-term number eight and Xhaka replacement? I don't necessarily think so. It wasn't said that the Vieira deal would affect the Tillerman situation. I just think the Tillerman situation, unfortunately, has had some issues, which means that they're not willing to push ahead with that one this early in the window. Um, but hopefully Arsenal can get Tillemans done. It just I don't think will happen early on. Xhaka is not going to be replaced. Xhaka is going to be at the club. You know, there's going to be plenty of competition for places, but there's no indication now that Xhaka would leave. I'm not saying the door is completely shut, but it does not look like Xhaka will leave this summer at all. Uh, Lee says, we need a world-class midfielder to really compete. And if we aren't getting Yuri, who would you go and get? You know, I always point towards Sergei Milinkovic-Savic uh, as my world-class centre midfielder. If you can't get him because he's too expensive, then go for someone like Fabian Ruiz uh, or Mikel Moreno. I think these are options that Arsenal could benefit from. Um, but yeah, Sergei Milinkovic-Savic is, of course, um, the, the one that I think uh, would be the better option for us. Um, uh, Christopher says, Tom, heard any more on Leno to Fulham or Maitland-Niles to Forest? No, those discussions seem to be ongoing. Um, I'm not surprised. They're not deals that I would expect to quickly get done. Arsenal are going to be trying to get maximum value for those players. But there is continued discussion going on with those two targets. Uh, it might be that they just take a little bit longer to get done. I always said that I thought Arsenal's outs would take would go into the kind of the latter stages of the window. I think you'll probably see a couple of players leave on deadline day. Uh, I just think that Arsenal will be exploited in some manner to try and, and, and teams will wait until the end of the window to move for certain targets. Uh, Christian says, watch now that the Tillemans deal has called some Muppet journal from Italy will amplify a link with Arta Mello. Look, I think that Artemelo has been on Arsenal's radar before. We know that. Um, I don't know if Arsenal will push ahead with a deal for that. They were interested. I'm just not sure the club are completely sold on him. Otherwise, they would have pushed through a deal in January. Uh, Joe, uh, thank you so much uh, for becoming a member. really appreciate uh, the support on the channel. Uh, make sure you give Joe a warm welcome in the chat box. Uh, Marcus says, if all of the players we seem likely to sign come in, who is going to go? Uh, I think, obviously, the players that we've mentioned, those surplus players, Nicolas Pepe, Pablo Marie, Maitland-Niles, um, Bert Leno, Hector Bellerin. You know, we're talking about all these players, but Arsenal are strengthening. We're not talking about replacing. We're talking about strengthening the team. It's not about one in, one out. It's about making sure you've got enough um, options for the rest of the season. That's that's the most important thing. Uh, Snipe Dodd says, Tom, do you think the business is all done if we get the four targets we're going for? If Arsenal get Rafinha, Jesus... Um, a Tielemans or alternative Alessandro Martinez. I think that's probably going to be it on top of Vieira, Marquinhos and Turner. Tell you what, there's a hell of a window. 
you know, that's the, that's, I asked for two forwards and a wide forward. We've renewed Nketiah's contract, which isn't ideal in terms of what I was wanting. But when you consider the other players, Jesus and Rafinha, that's the three forwards. Tielemans, maybe, or an alternative. Fabio Vieira, that's the two central midfielders. Versatile fullback, Lissandro Martinez. Goalkeeper, Matt Turner. Bonus youngster in Marquinhos. And Saliba coming back. You know, as, as transfer windows go... You're going to struggle to get better um, for what I've asked for. Uh, the only way it could have really improved is if we'd have gone out and got a kind of, you know, a tall, unorthodox, contrasting striker like a Skamaka on top of that. That's the only thing I think that could have really taken it forward to the next step. But uh, if we manage to do all of that, unreal. And I'm very, very happy with the way it's been. And I mean, I've said this. I mean, I, I've praised Arteta and Edu for the recruitment, the way in which they've turned things around. It's one of the reasons that my mind's changed on Arteta, you know, was the way in which we attacked the market. And that is so far potentially happening uh, this summer. So I really hope that we can fulfill these um, ambitions that we've got to complete deals for the likes of Rafinha and Jesus and uh, Sandra Martinez and Tielemans are an alternative. It'd be great. But they're not done yet. You know, we're just being linked to them. We need to make sure that we get them done. Uh, Ingars, it's been a while since I've seen you in the chat box. Uh, uh, hi, Tom. Why do you think Arteta doesn't rate Saliba and not give him a chance to think he's better than White? He's coming back. How can you think he doesn't rate him? Surely you would be selling him if he didn't rate him. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. Don White says, Pepe is not a bad player, in my opinion. I think he doesn't fit Arteta's style. I'll agree. Like, I, I think Pepe's got potential. There's always been a player in Pepe. It just doesn't work at Arsenal. You know, he needed to get a better option elsewhere, and that's probably going to happen elsewhere as well. Uh, Jack says, hey, Tom, have you seen the Matt Turner video? It's disgusting. Uh, if you, I assume you're talking about the, uh, the rejection of the... Uh, <laughs> The Spurs fans autograph. I don't care. I don't care if it made them cry. As a Spurs fan, I have no sympathy. I have no sympathy at all if you're going to wear a Spurs shirt. It's just, you know, it's it's my biggest concern about my upcoming stag do that they're going to attempt to put a Spurs. I said there are so many things that I would do before I ever, ever even considered putting a Spurs shirt. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Amira says, morning, Tom. Considering how often we go to a back three in games, do you think this is uh, why the club has targeted centre-backs who can play full-back? Or would you still prefer to sign pure full-backs? I think this is probably one of the reasons Tomiyasu and now Martinez, you know, they're really good options for us and they make uh, they make the decisions to switch to different kind of formations so much easier. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Uh, Matt says, what's happening with Reese Nelson? I think he'll probably end up moving away from the club this summer. He's only got a year left on his deal. He did have a good loan spell. I just don't think that's likely at the moment. Um, SKCD says, why is Ozzyman expensive at 80? 80? Try 100. <laughs> He's going to be significantly more expensive. You're looking at 40 million euros more than Rafinha. Um, so if you're saying, would I rather get Jesus... Um, Rafinha and Nketiah as a front three or would I rather have Nketiah and Ozimen because it would just be that because the combined price of Jesus and uh, Rafinha is close to what Ozimen would cost you're looking at upwards of 100 million is what Napoli want so that's why it's a better deal because it's just a joke how expensive Ozimen is uh, Nuna says, Tom, why are Arsenal fans moaning about signing Rafinha? I have no idea why can't we trust them uh, after last summer's transfer window? Uh, they 
They know what they're doing, don't you think? Uh, I think that, you know, they've shown that they have a lot better positions. Um, you know, I think we have a lot a lot more going for us this summer and we have a lot more reason to, to be encouraged by what has happened in previous summers when it comes down to what we're trying to do. Rafinha, I mean, if you'd have said to me two years ago that in two years' time, Arsenal would be signing, you know, one of the most bright starting Premier League wingers in, you know, in the division... I'd have said, nah, we don't do that. That's not Arsenal. Arsenal don't do that kind of thing. We go and find the cheap options from abroad. We go and get, you know, rising stars. We go and get the cheap deal. So things have changed. And yet still, still, we're looking at a situation that is going to be tricky. SKCD says 100 million euros is around 80 million pounds. Um, yeah, but the Rafinha deal is 55 million euros. So it's still significantly different. Uh, Marcus says, what does Rafinha coming in mean for Saka? It's competition and they can both play together. Um, you know, Saka can play on the left, Rafinha can play on the right. We're building towards what is basically the Manchester City model of having so many attackers that you can just rotate, but doesn't necessarily um, change, you know. So there you go. Uh, Vinny, I'm sure your stag was hilarious. Uh, Tanaka says, is all this spending a sign that Arteta and Edu are on track with what the Cronkies was targeting, even though they failed for the Champions League? Yeah, look, they said before that the target last season was to just, you know, get into the Europa League. If we'd have finished in the Champions League, it would have been ahead of schedule. And we're acting as if we finished where we intended to. So I'm not surprised to see what we're doing. Uh, Zed says the anxiety is killing me right now. Is Jesus going to Spurs? Will Rafinha really come? Or are Leeds just trying to get more money out of Barca? Tillemans not wanting anymore. So many questions. Uh, Zed's only time will tell. But I think we have reason to be encouraged. You know, Jesus looks to be something that will be getting done very soon. We should see the confirmation of Fabio Vieira in the next 24 hours, maybe less than that. Um, probably less than that. Uh, and yeah. Um, Graham says, do you think Arsenal could be a bit smarter in negotiating fees with clubs this summer, offering, um, you know, potentially lower fees or an initial fee and then a bunch of add-ons? I think Arsenal have tried. You know, Arsenal have really tried to um, improve uh, what they do in, in terms of negotiations, in terms of sell-on clauses, in terms of buybacks, but I don't think they're going to do that. But loans with options, they've tried to increase the value of certain players. It's not always worked out um let let's wait and see what happens um let's go to uh junko says craig Beatty, uh craig Beatty, the napoli boss uh what but as a minute sir craig Beatty. why does that name ring a bell um i don't know why uh for ozzyman for 75 million from Lille, 80 million is evident wait and see he will go to chelsea united or bayern and will keep uh, mourning the same old Arsenal with Suarez adding a pound. Look, I don't think there's any reason to be annoyed that we didn't get Ozymen or we're not getting Ozymen. We're looking like we're going to be going and getting some really quality players this summer. Fingers crossed. Uh, Jack says, are we looking at any left wingers for competition or are we sticking with Martinelli, Smith-Rowe and Saka on the left? Um, I, th I think that we'll see rotation. You know, I think that what we'll see is we'll see some different options we'll see some players play maybe slightly out of position or a new position i think martinelli might get more time on the right possibly rafinha if he does come in i think we'll play the majority of games on the right hand side but who knows let's indeed see what happens uh, sojo go so slow says uh, why don't you just do your show at 9am so you know all the news the club might release for that day 
Um, because eights are easier and it's just become part of it. And I will be going back to eight o'clock tomorrow. It's just, uh, unfortunately, StreamYard wasn't working at eight. Uh, Manu says, finally caught a live show. Last exam today. Best of luck to your exams, Manu. I hope they go well and I hope you're smashing it. Oh, it was a reply to Craig Beatty in the chat. That's what it was. That's hilarious. I was like, I was so confused what was going on. Peter says, would you rather someone like Skamaka over Rafinha? Surely out and out and out number nine is more important than a wide forward. I'd rather sign Rafinha than Skamaka. I would much rather sign. I think there's more guarantees. I think there's a better opportunity for Rafinha to come into the side and compete with Saka. I think Jesus can do a really good job for us in multiple positions. And, you know, Eddie Nketiah is being overlooked massively. So, so massively. If someone, if a Premier League 22-year-old scored five goals in their last eight games and then suddenly we were being linked to them uh, and they were homegrown, you know, the, the hype around a player like that would be so different. But because it's Eddie Nketiah, people are just overlooking that. I'm in, I'm excited to see what happens next season with this team and what happens with these players. I'm looking forward to what happens. Uh, Kunal says, Tom, would any of our youngsters get a Premier League loan? Uh, Balogun? Lakonga? Um, you know, there's some whispers about. I saw a I saw a uh, a post this morning uh, about potentially Burnley uh, being interested, and then actually was someone mentioned that to me that possibly, of course, Vincent Company is at Burnley, so uh, perhaps that deal could happen. Uh, let's go to <laughs> let's go to Vinny who says, Tom, would you consider having a, a different color shirt every day? We sign a player, maybe a blue shirt if we sign someone like Marquinhos, uh, but a Hawaiian shirt for Jesus. <laughs> I suppose it's like the, the crazier the shirt for the crazier the level of signing. Um, that's what it's got to be. Marquinhos, a low, small, starlet, just block colour. Someone has managed Jesus. You've got to go full mental. Uh, I tell you what, if we sign Rafinha, I will wear a men- I'll wear a crazy shirt. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll wear a crazy shirt if we sign Rafinha. That's, that's a promise. I will put in here now. I'll find a crazy... To be fair, the last time... Uh, I know Burnley are in the championship, but of course, um, Vincent Company is there. So let's see. Um, I, I know Burnley aren't in the Prem. I was just saying, because Vincent Company was there and he worked with um, Laconga previously. So there you go. Um, let's go. Yeah, Tom's crazy shirt is just anything that isn't a black one, says Marcus, which is true. You know, it's a little bit out there for me if uh, I don't wear... A black t-shirt. Alan says, Tom, do you think we will keep Balogun? I don't think so. I think Balogun will probably go on loan to a Premier League side. Or hopefully he will. Or maybe an upper championship team. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I think he might get involved in pre-season though. So let's let's see how he integrates into the side. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up there. There's nearly 1,500 of you watching. Thank you so much for the continued support as always with the channel. You guys are amazing. Um, do drop a like, do leave a comment, all that good stuff. All the support is always appreciated. Um, and I'll be back probably this afternoon, six o'clock for a tactical breakdown on Lissandro Martinez. Uh, you can check out my chat with the Arsenal Lounge guys over there from last night as well um, with Mo, Shaheen and Lev. Make sure you go and listen over there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll be hopefully live in about half an hour on the Arsenal way. So if you enjoyed this chat and you like a little bit this ugly mug that's on your screen, I'm going to be live in about 30 minutes now on the Arsenal way. Uh, link, as always, is in the description. Uh, TJ Mack, Tom, why so late? StreamYard messed up, so we had to push the show back an hour. That's why. Um, so there you go. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in, pe- uh, people. Do drop a like. Do subscribe if you're new. And as always, up the Arsenal.
Back at 8am tomorrow. Don't forget. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.